Welcome to the third Sunday of Advent. John in his prison had heard what Christ was doing and he sent his disciples to ask him, Are you the one who is to come or have we got to wait for someone else? Jesus answered, Go back and tell John what you hear and see. The blind see again and the lame walk, lepers are cleansed and the deaf hear, and the dead are raised to life. And the good news is proclaimed to the poor, and happy is the man who does not lose faith in me. As the messengers were leaving, Jesus began to talk to the people about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed swaying in the breeze? No. Then what did you go out to see? A man wearing fine clothes? Oh no, those who wear fine clothes are to be found in palaces. Then what did you go out for? To see a prophet? Yes, I tell you, and much more than a prophet. He is the one of whom the scripture says, Look, I'm coming to send my messenger before you. He will prepare your way before you. I tell you solemnly, of all the children born of women, a greater than John the Baptist has never been seen. Yet the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he is. A few years ago I was helping some friends with a topic that intended to produce a Christian alphabet poster for parents and children. When we reached the letter R we hit a stumbling block. I suggested rejoice but it was thought to be an out of date term that few use or understand these days. So what do we mean by rejoice? Is it linked to the emotions? Is it the same as joy? I wonder if it's something like the relationship between sad and grief. We tend to feel there is some relationship, but that one is more intense than the other. Hopefully grief should not be a regular occurrence in any one person's life. Rejoicing as an expression of deep joy, fulfilled hopes, a strong sense of well-being and peace and freedom is also sadly not a regular event in most people's lives. Although there are some examples of communal rejoicing. You know, your team gets into the World Cup semi-final. Is rejoicing what happened in the streets of London on VE Day, as evidenced in the news reels of the day? Is it what happened in Berlin when the wall came down? Pope Francis invites the faithful to pray for rejoicing to be more common during Advent. He says that this joy is not superficial or purely emotional, 
nor a joy of worldliness or a consumerism, but an authentic joy that touches deeply as we await the coming of Jesus. This is what St Paul encourages when he says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say, rejoice, the Lord is near. In the Gospel last Sunday, Matthew told us who John the Baptist was and what he was doing. I asked the question, why did he take such care in describing John's appearance? Today, we have Jesus giving the answer to another question. Why would anyone go looking in the desert for a prophet who's dressed in fine clothes? Now, where do we find John in today's reading? In prison, never to be released. Has he any chance of rejoicing? What does he need to hear from Jesus? What do his disciples need to hear from Jesus? What do we need to hear from Jesus? Jesus said, tell him this, the blind regain their sight, the lame walk, lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have the good news proclaimed to them. If this doesn't make John rejoice, and all Christians rejoice, then what are we planning to celebrate at Christmas? Pope Francis concludes, today we're invited to rejoice in the imminent coming of the Redeemer, and we are called to share this joy with others giving comfort and hope to the sick, the lonely, the unhappy, the bereaved.